Hi everyone and welcome to Two Words with Taku. I am sitting here in Sydney at the harbour and I've just come out of the pitch event that I've been talking about for so long. It was incredible and you know what, it's the first thing that I'm going to say, it wasn't scary, I wasn't scared and I think that's what's quite interesting to me right now is that I went in, I was so confident about my ideas and then you walked in and they paired you up with different uh, producers and they gave you a schedule and when I went through and I saw the names that I had they were the people I wanted to speak to so it worked out so perfectly and I sat down we had four minutes to talk about our idea and then the producer had one minute to then um, give us feedback and it was incredible to be in a room of people who are making shows for Netflix for the ABC for Stan for Foxtel you know incredible people and to be there to say hey my name is Taku this is what I want to do this is what I want to make it was incredible so right now I've come out and I'm literally just sitting here watching people watch me as I'm recording and it's it's a bit windy sorry guys but this is as fresh as fresh as fresh as it will be reporting straight hot off the press of how that TV pitching thing went. Um, yeah, lots of lessons learned and overall the feedback was amazing. So they wanted my flyers, they took my cards, they gave me theirs. So I feel good. I feel like I'm not crazy. I feel like I'm onto something and now these people are excited. I mean... They, they, some of them couldn't stop shaking my hand which was really nice and then also being in a room with other people who are pitching we're talking about you know are you nervous how do you feel and getting a gauge of my peers you know who are also in the same space of putting themselves out there to a room full of people who could say yay or nay and I found myself even trying to comfort some of these ladies who are going, oh my gosh, it's not perfect, I haven't, you know, I haven't prepared. And I was like, you know what, it doesn't matter if you are content and at peace with your idea. They will see that and the right people will, will find you. So, um, yeah, it's been an incredible time. I'm about to go catch my flight back to Melbourne. But there's just so much that has come out of this. I really just wanted to record it fresh like seriously as fresh as it can be I have taken so many photos I'm going to put them up on the blog post um, just to show you that yeah this feels right I'm in an amazing place I feel creatively free I feel I feel ready and going in with that air of wanting to collaborate with people changed everything because yeah it changed everything I wasn't begging I was saying um, you know this is an invitation to work together so um, yeah I will keep you guys posted and I'm sorry that it's so windy but um, sorry you're listening to two words with Taku and it's a wrap Hey everyone, it's Taku again. You've just been listening to how I reacted straight after my TV pitch. And I know I've been speaking about it for quite a few weeks now. Oh, I'm going to go write this pitch. I'm going to do this pitch, blah, blah, blah. And yes, that is literally what I was thinking and feeling as soon as I came out of it. 
But that was about five days ago, and I have had time to sit and process what happened. The recording you heard was just overwhelming in the sense that I just could not believe what had just happened. I was feeling peaceful. I'm listening to myself and I sound so chilled. Um, but inside I was literally bursting with joy and I didn't know what to do with myself. So I fly back to Melbourne and now I've got these amazing people in these contacts and I've just gone, oh my gosh, what is going on? So the main thing that I did when I got back was contact everybody, say thank you. It was wonderful to meet you. Thank you for your feedback on my ideas and, you know, what are the next steps and just sort of, yeah, following up with these people who were genuinely open, friendly, welcoming, all of that stuff. But here's the other thing as well, and, and that's why I've been so quiet, guys, is I've had to sit and process what I learned from that experience. So I went in just so excited, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get to do this. But here are some of the things that I learned now that I'm reflecting back. So the first thing is, if you're going to go in and pitch to TV producers or a whole heap of people, just pitch one solid idea. And this took me a long time to, to filter down to one main idea. And I had a couple of mentors who kept saying, just pick one idea. Because I was saying, oh, I've got so many. I don't know which one. Maybe I'll just throw all of them at them. But uh, a couple of days before the actual event, I ended up going, okay, fine. I'm just going to stick to one main idea. And as soon as I made that decision, I was able to beef it up more. And I can't explain it better than that, but that made the world of difference because now I had one solid beefed up idea and, and I just felt even more um, passionate and confident about that one idea. So I would definitely recommend that. Have one solid idea and that will make your pitching a lot easier. Uh, the second thing, have a spare idea ready to pitch. So what I mean by this is, yeah, you might have lots of different ideas like I do, um, but have them ready to go. So have them as short little sentences or, you know, two, two little words or descriptions about what those other ideas are. Because here's the thing, you don't want to give away everything at once. And you also want to know who to pitch what to. So I found actually that walking in with one solid idea, but also having these other ideas as little snapshots or little sentences or synopses ready to just speak about casually was incredible. It actually felt more organic when I was now speaking to different people. Uh, so I would definitely recommend having your spare ideas ready to pitch, but not necessarily beefing them up too much because you just want to give them a taster. The third thing is know the producer you really want to pitch to. So when I was walking in, they'd given us a list of all the people who were coming. So where, what companies they're from and, you know, their names. And then obviously you Google and you find out who and what. And that was really helpful. So I definitely had a couple of people I really just wanted to meet or I really wanted to speak to. And then, you know how I talked about having that one solid idea. I still pitched it to all these people, even though it mightn't have been perfect for them. But then I was also able to say, oh, yeah, by the way, I do also have, you know, this little thing. And if they were curious, then we had conversations around that. 
So I think it's quite important to research the producers who are going to be at the event or wherever you're going to pitch because it just gives you context for when you're having a conversation with them. And then I found as well, I was surprised that they were the people who'd made shows that I've watched and almost taken for granted. So I was genuinely trying not to be, you know, a star stargazing or starstruck person at some moments because I'm like, wow, you made this show. I love this show, you know, but... Yeah, so I think that's also quite important because when you start looking at your ideas and where they fit in, um, you want to hang around the producers who make stuff like the stuff you want to make. Yeah, sorry. I, I know what I mean. But yeah, so definitely know the producers you want to pitch to. Um, oh yeah, number four, talk to them like people in a normal conversation. Uh, I think I've, I find this personally quite easy. I get into a zone where... You're just a person and so we just talk and because of the time constraints of our pitch event and the timing they gave each of us i was able to just get straight into hey i'm taku and just talk to them and then it was really nice because they were just normal they were just normal people some of them were just wearing t-shirts and you know um just very casual very i don't know they just felt like normal people so it kind of made it feel okay to just talk to them like you would just a normal person because sometimes you know you you beef them up to be like oh my gosh they're a tv and film producer oh my gosh they've won awards oh my gosh this and you almost make them or you build them up to be these you know um scary people i don't know but then yeah i was looking at them like oh you could you could be my uncle or you could be you know the lady down the street they were just normal so i think that also makes a difference in how then you converse to them because you want to look like you're normal too uh so i i really like that i just was normal um number five oh this is really important a business card is not enough so when I went into this pitch, I designed a full color, double-sided DL flyer with my main idea. So remember how I'd said, oh, you know, I had several ideas. I started off with that flyer with all my ideas on it, sent it to one of my mentors and she's like, nah, I think you should just focus on one idea. Otherwise now you're diluting your message. So I was like, oh, okay. So I went back, redesigned the flyer for that one idea, the main one, and it just looked so much beefier. It was just great. And so then what happened was when I sat down with these producers, I put the flyer down and went, okay, so my idea is this. And as I'm speaking, they're looking at my flyer and as they're looking, then they were able to go, oh, okay, well, tell me about this or tell me about that. Because I put lots of photos in there. I put in like, you know, pie charts and funny little things. And it was just a visual representation of my idea, which then they were able to take away. Now, um, I could see during the event, lots of people had business cards and that's good. You know, a business card has your contact details, but I just found that having something visual about my idea was the best thing I could have done because now even, even when I saw it on the table after I'd walked away, you could see they're still looking at it or so they, you know, it's also saying all the other things you, you might not be able to say in that moment when you're pitching. 
So I, I really learned that that's quite important. And even now when I start emailing um, other people or having more conversations, I'm, I'm thinking that I'm definitely going to keep doing the visual thing. The visual stuff works. It works. It changed everything with my conversations that day. And I spoke to about six different producers, which, yeah, was amazing. Six epic epic producers not just little people but as in proper people and to be able to leave my flyer with them now with my idea a bit about me i think that was more powerful than if i just left my business card which just says hey my name is this and this um and the flyer had my contact details anyways so that is definitely something i'd, I'd recommend to anyone going into something like this have something more than a business card number six uh, I've written here, talk to your fellow pitch colleagues. Okay, so when I, I think I recorded a few episodes ago going, oh, you know, I shouldn't worry about my, my, uh, my peers or my, you know, perceived competitors in this room where we're all pitching to these producers, etc. Um, that really was quite amazing to me to look at these people as my peers, as in we're in the same boat, it's not a competition, your idea is just as important and valid as mine, and we're okay. So when I walked in and I'm meeting all these different people who are also there to pitch, I was genuinely interested in them, like, hey, so um, what's your idea? Or what are you, what are you here to do? And you know, sometimes it's really awkward when you're at these events to make friends and nobody wants to say hi first. And, you know, there's always those vibes. People are already nervous because, you know, they've never done this before. But I found it really easy to just walk up to people and say, oh, hi. Or you smile and you start talking. And then what was really pleasant was how generous people were with their ideas as well. So nobody was kind of going, mm, I don't want to tell you my idea or no one was being snobby. Everyone was like, oh, no, you know, mine's a feature film like this and this or mine is this. And then I'd say, oh, yeah, mine is this. And so you start talking. Now, I was on the terrace outside and I, and I saw this guy and I was like, oh, hi, what's, what's your name? And start talking to him. And then he told me what he's done as in he literally has a show on netflix at the moment and my jaw dropped because this guy was so modest and so kind and so friendly i i was genuinely taken aback and in that moment i think i realized that wait a minute i'm also with people who are um, how do I explain this? As in, my fellow pitch colleagues are just as important as the producers themselves because who knows what we could make together, you know, that we could potentially pitch to other producers or other, you know, companies or broadcasters. So that was a real epiphany moment in because this guy was genuinely so nice and he's he's done so much already, but he was here too to pitch. So I thought, wow, that's, I don't know, I just really liked that and I liked that he was so kind and in fact all the other people I met that day were just good people and I could see and hear myself in them that they genuinely love their ideas, they're not there to compete and be you know assholes and just you know pick on other people, no we're here to create and we're here to make art. So I yeah I love that so I would recommend if you're ever in those situations don't be nervous in your corner go and talk to someone because you have no idea where where they've been or what they're doing um and there's some magic in that oh another thing another lady had dropped a business card 
um, at one of the tables. So I picked it up hoping that, you know, I'd find the person or whatever to give it back. And then I kept it. And when I went back home and I was looking at all the business cards I collected, um, including the producers, etc., I found hers. So I Google her name and it comes up with this website. This woman is phenomenal. She's directed movies. She's, I mean, I'm like, what? I had no clue. But just because I picked up someone's business card, you know, um, all of a sudden I've got somebody, I, I mean, honestly, guys, I could, I could carry on. I'm just that, I'm just that, um, what's the word? I'm just, uh, I can't find the word, but as in, I'm just amazed at how, you know, just something as simple as picking up someone's business card that they dropped. I've just opened up a new, a new world. I had no idea was there. So I'm definitely going to um, contact her and just say, hey, you dropped your card, but your work is amazing. And who knows what will happen with that. Uh, and she was definitely there to pitch as well, because I saw her um, at the different seats. Um, number seven, <laughs> I've written down Carrie Breathmans. Yep, that's it. That's number seven, Carrie Breathmans. Number eight, <laughs> eat after your pitch. So I personally was finding the food too distracting. They had everything. They had pretty little pastries and hot stuff. And it was a breakfast pitch meeting. So we were there at Sparrow's Fight, you know, early in the morning. And, you know, I hadn't eaten breakfast. I was too, I was too nervous and excited and all that. So to me, I would recommend eating after the pitch because it sounds so silly, but chewing and trying to have a conversation and holding a cup of tea and trying to hand out flyers to people can be quite distracting so to you as the person but also to those people who are trying to listen to you and i just i tried it trust me i tried it at the beginning i was trying to have a cup and it just was not working so i put it down and then I was able to just clearly focus on, okay, let me get my bearings. Let me understand where I need to go sit next. And okay, let me talk to some people because I wasn't there for the food. We're not there for the food. You're never going to go to a pitch event just to eat. That's not what it's about. So I would recommend eating after you've done your pitch because you will just enjoy the food a lot better or a lot more. Um, yeah, so it seems like a silly thing, but I was I was genuinely watching some people and going, right, okay. Mm. Well, you enjoy that quiche, my friend, but <laughs> I don't know, maybe, maybe it's just me. Um, number nine seems so obvious, enjoy yourself. Uh, well, at the beginning, obviously everyone is nervous. I even, um, I even overheard two producers speaking to each other like, oh my gosh, can you imagine having to do this? It must be so hard. And I walked up to them. I was like, yes, it is. This is, you know, this is hard. And we, you know, we had a chuckle and, and then the event started. It officially started. So we had an MC, we had a timer and, you know, the initial tension at the beginning eventually dissipated as there, there started to be a buzz in the room and people are getting more comfortable as they're talking about their ideas. Because the thing is, if you talk about one solid idea six times in an hour with strangers who have no idea who you are, who throw questions at you that you uh, maybe had prepared for or you hadn't, you know, it, it does something. 
you start to feel more confident in your idea. You start to listen to how your idea evolves even in that moment. You start to be around other people who are excited. There's just something about it. And by the end of it, we were all enjoying ourselves and smiling and laughing. And I don't know, it just felt, it felt so good. And I was enjoying myself. And then, you know, you start to see familiar faces as you're bumping into each other and you're going, oh, hey, how's it going? Yep. Yeah, uh, oh, okay, cool. How did you go? Yeah. And yeah, by the end of it, I was just buzzing. I was like, wow, these are my people. And I loved that. Um, number 10, my last lesson learned, which I'm going to keep doing as I go on, is I'm going to walk in and out of these situations, pitch events, um, proposal meetings, whatever. I'm going to walk in and out with an ad attitude of collaboration. So I'm going to walk in and out wanting to collaborate. And I personally found this changed everything for me, um, especially in this event. I, I wanted to work with these people, with everyone, with anyone I was meeting. I just felt like, oh my gosh, we could make some magic together. And I, even though I wasn't necessarily always saying it, um, it definitely took away that edge of um, competitiveness it took away that air of ego. So there's something quite humbling about wanting to work with other people because there's a bit of compromise and give and take with that. And also, I don't know, you just feel happier. You know, there's something about, you know how sometimes you can have an idea and you don't want to tell anybody, you just want to hoard it and it's your idea, my precious, you know, that kind of vibe. Some people are really like that with their ideas and whatever they create. And I think there's a fine balance. You have to know who to share what with. And throwing myself in this situation was quite um, interesting because even afterwards when I've sent off these emails with my ideas, with more information and really putting myself out there, yeah, there is that risk that, yeah, they might love the idea so much and take it. But now I'm like, well, um, I don't know. I'm just not holding onto my ideas as tightly as I used to. And not because I don't love them, but because I have a piece about what I know I can bring to these ideas and these stories. So if somebody else was to try and do it, yeah, they could try. But there is the takuness that no one I know no one could replicate. So that's where my confidence and my peace and my contentment comes from. So that now when I'm sharing them with other people, I'm going, okay, well, this is what I could bring. What could you bring to then? What could we make? And guys, it changes everything. It just really, really does. So, um, yeah, I thought I was only going to share the audio from when I first came out. But I also had these things that I've been sitting on for this whole week that I felt I really want to tell you guys that, you know, um, we do need to keep putting ourselves out there. We do need to keep talking about ideas, but it, it doesn't have to be scary. Yeah, and, it's, and right now I, I feel so good. I still feel so good. Now I'm gonna tell you about the Vivid Festival because that's where this pitch event was. It's part of Vivid Sydney, which is a 23-day festival of light, music and ideas. It's actually still running um, in Sydney at the moment until the 17th of June. And 
Oh, guys, I mean, I cannot explain to you the beauty of seeing Sydney lit up with amazing lights at night. I can't explain it to you. It was just incredible. And so I've put some pictures up on my website. And yeah, if you get to go, please go and check it out. If not, make a plan to go next year. I'm literally going to read what the website says. It says, Vivid Sydney features many of the world's most important creative industry forums, a mesmerizing free public exhibition of outdoor lighting sculptures and installations, and a cutting-edge contemporary music program. Vivid Sydney is where art, technology, and commerce intersect. And I'm telling you guys, something happened in Sydney. So keep listening to Two Words with Taku because I'm going to keep sharing what's happening with this writing adventure, with this TV stuff, everything. But yeah, something definitely shifted for me personally in Sydney and I can't wait to see what happens next. Thanks for listening. You can keep following my adventures at taku.com.au and on social media at Taku Speaks on Twitter and Instagram and Taku TV on Facebook and YouTube. Have a fabulous day.